You're listening to Living Brave, a podcast where nothing's off the table. It's about leaning into discomfort and pioneering a new way of being. I'm Shoshana Raven. I created Living Brave to break down the shame, stigma, and fear holding us back from living the lives we dream of. Here, myself, my guests, and friends share unfiltered stories and diverse insights to help us get out of our own way, build thriving relationships, and step more fully into our authentic selves. I believe that when we realize we have nothing to hide and truly hear each other out, we clear up a huge amount of mental space. And of course, no one can do the work for us, but we can be inspired to reclaim our lives when we step into this radical truth-telling. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 61 of Living Brave. I'm so happy that you're here. Today feels really special. I got to sit down, well, I got to have a dance party and then sit down with one of the most legendary women I know, one of my mentors, Melanie Ann Lair of Alpha Femme. I love this woman to bits. Not only is she awe-inspiring with her success, she's built Alpha Femme to a multi-eight-figure brand. It was created in 2017, just beyond beyond, beyond, beyond mind-blowing, but her reflection and her guidance on leadership, on energetics, on how to really build a business that feels like art. And for me, is such a reflection of someone also who sees your growth in the context of your whole life, like growth as the whole person. So if you are on the path of personal growth and evolution. If you are building a mission and a movement, I could not recommend this episode more to come back to and re-listen to when you want to be reminded of that ability to stay with it, to build something truly that passes the test of time, to build a legacy that extends past your lifetime and to feel joyful and grateful and be able to navigate life's ebbs and flows. This is that episode for you. So we have a ton of fun. I hope you enjoy it. If you are interested in working with Living Brave and learning more about Living Brave and binging the free content, we have a ton of awesome episodes and this is a completely free platform. So if you have two seconds and you want to pay it forward, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or a quick review. I read the reviews, so it means a world to me. You can join the Living Brave community on Facebook. That's a great place to share, celebrate, network, meet incredible people. And I have a bunch of really fun stuff going on through 2023. We have a signature program launching every month. We're upgrading some from 2022, adding Q&As, adding new programs. Our Vortex is going strong. It's got a total upgrade with monthly calls with me, with quarterly Voxer Masterminds. The Expand Mastermind is an amazing place for women really scaling and who again have this context of growth as the whole human and really are desiring high touch mentorship and sisterhood. We have a couple spaces open until we're on wait list for 2023. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to be here. You mean the world to me. Enjoy this episode. Please reach out to me and the beautiful Melanie. Her links are in the show notes as well. And I can't wait to hear how this goes for you. Yay! Well, I'm so happy to be here. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having an amazing day. We are doing an episode with the gorgeous, stunning Melanie Ann Lair. I'm so excited for today. I was like, it's so funny because you get really excited for a big day. And I know we get to talk all about like these moments and we have these visions of what they're going to be. And I tend to get really excited. You know this about me because we work together. And I got hit this morning with like my cycle came and I was like, oh my gosh. Me too. All of the energy in life force. We have left my body. (laughs) No way. And also then a few minutes before this, I was like, let me listen to some music, getting the vibes and now it's gone. So (laughs) 
<laughs> Yay, amazing. Well, hi, everyone. We're so happy you're here. So I'm super excited to be doing a live podcast recording for Living Brave and having Melanie Ann Lair, which your name now speaks for itself, but the founder of Alpha Femme, my amazing mentor, and such an inspiration for so many really like paving a new way of artistry for the coaching and mentoring space. So I'm super excited um, to be able to swivel around in this chair now to be able to get to know more about you and to really like just dive deep and see where today takes us. Um, so thank you so much for being here. And as you're coming on live, you're listening to the podcast, we love to know that you're listening. And one thing about Melanie's spaces and my spaces is to really feel like you're in the room with us. So I love to see your breakthroughs. I love to see you like sharing and screen chatting and all of that good stuff. So yeah, perfect. Um, before we kind of dive in, Melanie, I want to share with you the context for this episode which I really would love to speak about celebration and artistry and people and their power and all these beautiful concepts that I feel that you have really brought into the coaching world. And then people go and like spread it throughout their little communities and they become, you know, more, more wide known. But when I yeah. first met you, I was sitting in my like small little house in the Highlands you know, every time someone went up to like, go to the bathroom, you could hear it. It was during COVID <laughs> and it was snowing outside. It was just a random like Tuesday, Wednesday night. And I had built this business that I like never thought was going to be possible. You know, I had had a dream of like making $4,000 a month and like maybe being able to do what I love full time at the beginning of 2020. It's the end of 2020. I'm like starting to make like insane money in my business. My whole life is like restructuring. And it's like, is you know, I'm having the like, is this sustainable? Like, is this, ma is this magic? I don't know. Let's just keep doing it. See what happens. And I see you and you and your expression. I don't know. You came on live somewhere and you said, like, I love this industry. I love my clients. And then you're using your hands and you're like, millionaires, clapping popcorn in that moment and some of you listening know because you've had this moment whether it's with melanie or someone else where they just blast open a pathway of possibility for you it was like a head high it was like oh my gosh but also in my body like i'm not just inspired like i know that this is possible for me because there's this goofy silly <laughs> expressive like totally powerful woman saying this thing and yeah, I'm, I'm building a multi-million dollar business. And at the time, I told my partner at the time, I was like, if euphoric, you know, running around the house, like, no, you don't get it. We're going to be bajillion millionaires. And he's like, oh, okay, great. And, you know, that forever changed me. And I remember walking through the world. You had no idea who I was. But in moments where I was like about to play small, you know, or moments where I was about to dream a little bit smaller, like, you would just pop in my head like, she did it. She did a million dollar day. Well, she commissioned this private jet. And I love when you tell the story about mm -hmm. almost not sharing those things because they are why I am where I am right now. And the reason that I have the goals and the dreams and the visions that I have today is because that's you so freaking cool. yourself. And that's just something, <laughs> that's really something I want to bring here is this this topic of celebration. I want to celebrate you and not only the 60 million career to date, but just the the life, the way you do it, the beautiful community that you've built and really start this off. I love it. I love this. I'm so grateful. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I think at, at every level, we sometimes get distracted by the people who don't like it or don't get it or get offended. And then we like second guess whether or not the things we were doing from the bottom of our heart were a mistake, you know, and I, I've had times in my life where I've thought, I don't need to share this stuff. Like it's happening for me. That's enough. I don't need to share it. I just thought it would be helpful. And so mm -hmm. if it's going to be disruptive, then I don't need to share it. But then I get this feedback and I'm like, I knew this was good. I had a feeling it was like, you know, it's just that moment of like someone who gets it, who's just like, like, I see you and I liked that. And it's like, okay, it's not that it's just good or bad. It's that it's helpful or even harmful for the person that doesn't want to see it. It's just having that personal 
distinction to be like, oh, this is the kind of person I'd want to follow and this is not because this lights me up and this turns me off. And, you know, just instead of changing the way that I would do things, because what if it's like, no, this is good. I have a feeling it's good. I know it's good. It comes from a good place and it has a good impact on the right person and just to keep going in that direction. So thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, of course, like trusting yourself. And something we were talking about last night in the mastermind was like, if, if I do something and like someone doesn't quite like it or it's perceived in a certain way, instead of just like, all right, I guess I won't do that anymore. You know, it's like, okay, well, yeah. how can we take it and make it better? And I feel like that's what we're able to do in this industry where there's so much that, you know, people love to criticize in every industry, but it's like, if you don't like it, go make go it better. Make it different. And, you go know, make it different because there's people who yeah, actually really love this right. and for those who don't like what else is it what is it like what do you what do you wish it was that I was talking about and maybe you do that you know yeah and this topic of celebration like this is something I really would love to explore with you when it comes to your ability to really hold people in their joy it's very unique and I've definitely been able to pick it up. And I, I love that it's like spreading, you know, it's spreading like wildfire where it's one thing to really say congratulations. And it's another thing, like what you do, that I've never had a mentor do with me. It's like the million dollar celebration or whatever it is to like have that phone call and to sit down and say, I'm going to get you whatever champagne bubbles, kombucha you want to get. We're going to have a call. We're going to, you played the celebration song and let's really celebrate this. And I was like, that's really what I want to talk to Melanie about because she has done this in a way where it feels so authentic and it's a feeling in the body. It's like, you've got to get yourself to feel genuinely good when other people are celebrating. And in doing that, you create this like connection, you stabilize your nervous system into if I can be happy with them, then when it happens to me, it's going to feel natural and normal. But that envy that people feel so many times, it creates such a separation. And that can also infiltrate into the mentee-mentor relationship. And so I really love how you go out of your way. You're like, okay, video on, we're dressing up, you're getting your champagne, we're, we're celebrating together. And I feel that that creates this closeness. I was, I was reading this morning there's a word called shadow. Kevin taught me this would word. Talk about. And it's like being happy joy. for other people's yeah. misfortunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there's another word, though. I wrote it down. As, I read it this morning. It was called mitfreud. And it's, it's the opposite. It's like genuine feeling of like really positive emotions, like imagining that it happened to you and how that really creates closeness. And I think it puts the emphasis on the client and on other people and how you emphasize like believing in people in their power. And so many people are trying to like build their standout brand, believe in themselves. And I feel like you've really mastered like believing it's not so much believing in me, but believing in you and knowing how to celebrate you. And so I would love if you could share like how that came to be your journey of celebration. Also like why you love to incorporate this practice with your, it's, your clients. There's so many pieces that come together in, in my work. And when you work with me for a long time, it, what's interesting is it seems like all of a sudden you get this piece and then all of a sudden you get this piece and then all of a sudden you get this piece and then all this together goes, oh, so this piece was good. This piece was good. But when they all come together, the door unlocks, you know? And so Sometimes I've got to give a lot of context in order to deliver a thought. And so this is a little bit of preamble. But one thing that really was a revelation for me in my evolution is the concept of evolution itself. And the understanding that the theory of evolution is basically it's not the strongest species that survives. It's the one most adaptable to change, which means evolution is the way for longevity. And I made a decision very early on that I did not want a sprint to success. I wanted a marathon. I wanted this. This was the vision that I had for myself. And what really set this off is I knew I wanted to be a, a person that all throughout my life would be talking about what I'm up to, not about what I had done. And so a lot of people I met along the way in my life used to say things to me, very matter of fact, as if it was okay to say this, oh, yeah, when I was young, I was like you. When I was young, I was very successful. You know, when I was young, and I, I thought I what I want is to become a person that never has a better version of me in the past. Like I want, I, I want to love every version of me, every single version of me, but I want to love the concept that I'm evolving so much 
that I'm proud and I love those versions of me at every level, but that the real gift is to end my life at the peak and say, this is everything I did to become this and I leave with a bow, you know? Not I leave thinking back at how great I was and how great I could have been, how great I am because of every version of me. And so evolution became one of the core virtues in my life and my brand. And I say evolution and growth over a lifetime. Every time someone has a small context where they get all caught up in what's happening right now and they get all stuck and they're all stressed, evolution and growth over a lifetime. Evolution and growth over a lifetime. Like that really is the most important thing for me. By the way, I just realized, I think this is possible to be shared. I don't know if the, po the po podcast, I don't know if the podcast can be shared, but I'm seeing that there's people actually live here. And every time I'm, I'm live, I always ask, if you think someone could be lit up by this, please share. And if you're watching Shoshana's podcast, share the podcast. This woman is the real deal. And anyone who gets to know her is lucky. So share for her. She is the real deal. So my feeling is like evolution and growth over a lifetime. That's where I'm going. So if that's what I want, then I've got to understand something that's kind of difficult to, to grasp, which is the fact that if I am dedicated to evolution and growth over a lifetime, that means I am never good enough today. Because it means that I will always be better than what I am today. That is hard to grasp because there really only is two choices. I'm either saying I'm never good enough, I'm never good enough, I'm never good enough, or I'm saying evolution and growth over a lifetime. But the fact is they're both the same. Just one has an evolutionary standpoint and one has a matter of fact. I'm the, I'm the worst I'll ever be. I'm the worst I'll ever be. You're right. Let's look at it another way. So in understanding evolution and growth and over a lifetime, I actually have to make peace with the fact this is the mm. worst I'll ever be. And so when I'm beating myself up for not being good enough, I'm like, we know this already, Melanie. We're already aware of this concept. You're going to be better tomorrow. So often people beat themselves up. Like I wrote this post and I'm looking at it and I'm like, ah, oh, it's not good enough. I went live. I hate watching myself live. It's not good enough. It's like, no, it's not that it's not good enough. It's that you're already better. You're nailing the concept. You're good. Keep going. Right. And so for me, the magic was to have this walk of evolution. And what I got was the walk of evolution is this. If you stand, just stand without moving with both feet planted in gratitude for your life, you don't move because you're just grateful for what you have. And that's beautiful. If, however, you just want, you're never grateful for what you have, you just want more. From the positioning of, I'm not good enough and I want more. It's as if you're constantly never enough, so you're never grounded. So if you could imagine what happens if both your feet were off the ground, you'd just fall on your butt. If you're just in gratitude and you're not moving, then you're just firmly planted in gratitude. If both feet lift in desire, you fall on your butt. But the walk of evolution is one foot firmly planted in gratitude one foot lifting in desire to walk towards where you want to go. That foot gets planted firmly in gratitude while the other foot lifts in desire. Then that foot firmly planted in gratitude while the other foot lifts in desire. Only like this is it the walk of evolution. One foot in gratitude, one foot in desire. One foot firmly planted in gratitude, one foot lifting in desire. If both feet are in gratitude, you don't move. It's okay to have a life like that. You're allowed, but that's why you're not moving. If you forget that you're grateful and both feet lift in desire, you fall on your butt. So the goal is to keep this walk, one foot in gratitude, one foot in desire. And so what is gratitude? What is gratitude is like deep joy for what is. But the thing is, it is quite momentary when you think about it. Gratitude is like, I'm happy right now in this moment. But this present moment is constantly changing and evolving, especially when you're in this trajectory of evolution and growth over a lifetime. So the more you're in an evolutionary state, the more the gratitude is not long. It doesn't last long. It's constantly moving. So if you don't take time to anchor the gratitude, you miss it because you're already wanting something else. That's the walk. So you've got to be intentional because it's yeah. all happening so fast. Plus now we're talking about quantum leaping and collapsing time, which means you've got to be even more aware of the moments of gratitude or else they're going by as fast as the success is. And next thing you know, the whole thing's passed by. So then it's like the celebration of the gratitude yeah. becomes the master key because it's the moment of awareness to the gratitude instead of the, the gratitude going by just as fast as everything else. And you miss it. You just miss it. And so often in hindsight, people look at their life and say, you know what I wish? I wish I'd have been more intentional about how good it was back then. I wish I would have spent more time being grateful for that. The, the mistake is always I ended up chasing. I forgot the foot in gratitude. I forgot it.
So I made it my mission. Like, how do you not forget the foot in gratitude? How do you do that? How do you make it a point? Well, then you have to live your life with an overarching context of evolution and celebration. Because evolution is easy. It's the desire. And celebration is the gratitude. And so I came up with this saying, which is, celebration is a party thrown in the name of gratitude. And so when you celebrate, you're not celebrating, I'm celebrating me because I'm awesome. I'm celebrating me because I'm big-headed. I'm celebrating me because I'm full of ego. Go me, go me. You celebrate in the name of gratitude so that you never forget this moment where your foot hits the ground in one moment of perfection before it lifts again because you want something again because that's the walk of evolution. If you walk with evolution and celebration, you have a full life. Never forget what you love on the quest for what you want. This is how you stay a beautiful person. People talk about humble. Be humble. I looked up that definition. It's awful. It means have a smaller opinion of yourself it's or at so least bad. show people that you have a small opinion of yourself. I don't think we use this word mm -hmm. right. What we mean is stay grateful. That's what we yeah. really mean when we use that word. So stay grateful and understand the concept of evolution and you'll be grateful for what you have while you're kind to yourself as you're the worst you'll ever be <laughs> both together. Yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to be able. It helps with that celebration and grace and self and, and all people like bringing back to other people celebrating it's like so often we see people finding the reasons of like oh they're not even that good or like but I should like but why not me we don't gift ourselves the ability to really look at other people's strengths and look at our own weaknesses it's not being the inner critic it's just being so real like right now and I think I've definitely gotten this from being in your world it's like I've said often, I'm 5% of who I'm becoming, maybe. Like, I'm this much of who I'm becoming, and that's so exciting. Like, I can't wait to find out who I am tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And, like, right now, it's perfect exactly as it is. And, like, I wake up every morning and ask my partner, I'm like, are you ready? He's like, what? You're the cutest! <laughs> Did you really say <laughs> that? That just made me love you times like, a million. A practice. <laughs> like, I love <laughs> every single one and it started in july i think so it, of course it's probably related to all the work that we're doing it's like are you ready for the best day of your life like yet you know and the best iteration of today that you could possibly have and we always try to beat our each other to who can ask it first it's like Cecily stuff like different languages and for me that's what makes this journey so exciting is that of course, yeah. I've met 10% of myself, you know? And like, Melanie, when you were talking about where you were 10 years ago, and I had this feeling, like, truly full body, holy shit. Like, Melanie in 10 years, I am so excited. You know, like, that's so exciting. Like, myself in 10 years, that's, that's so exciting that it's like, oh my gosh, we can collapse time. We, qu we can quantum leap. We can live 30 lives in three months and three years if we're present you know and i feel like if we're 100 percent present versus the 20 percent that we often give to the moment we can do and be five times the amount of self and that's collapsing time and itself you know so i i'm excited for that journey and i feel like so many pieces of your story i want to hear more about like i can relate to where people ask like how the heck did this happen and this amount of time. And I love when people come to me and they're like, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. And they're like, just starting their business. I'm like, that is amazing. I'm so excited for you. And I never had that goal or that dream. I just kind of set out and was mind blown like every step of the way. I'm like, oh my gosh, someone wants to pay me for six months. Oh my gosh, someone wants to do this. Oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh, this mastermind is overselling. Oh, like, this person wants to collaborate with me. Like, I still get super excited when someone jumps into something for $44. I'm like, wow, I don't even know who you are. I know this is amazing. And I really feel like that's such a big part of it. And I almost get that feeling. Tell me if I'm right here with you and your journey. It's like gifting yourself the ability to really stay mind blown and to let everything that happens compound on what happened last and not be caught up in your past wins and the past times and just stay present 
to what is now, who you are now, and how we can refine and elevate and build so that everything compounds on itself while everything in this moment is like infinite. Today's the best day we'll ever have. And that doesn't mean that there's not pain and loss and heartbreak and hard conversations because that's abundance and abundance of experience, you know, but that we can move forward from that space with everything from there is truly more. And so is that, do you resonate with that on your journey? Like, were, what were your goals in the beginning? Did you also have these like, oh my gosh, what I have right now is so far beyond what my mind could even have the capacity to dream on a vision board. And like, I don't even try to use my mind in dreaming anymore. I'm just going to Yeah, it really feels like I could not have created this if I had tried to. This was bigger than anything my mind could have come up with. And so this is why I I often tell my clients, like, even if you tried to figure out how you were going to do it, let's say you tried with all your might to figure out how you were going to do this. The day that you do it, you're going to still wonder how the heck you did it. It's like you're going to wonder how to do it till you wonder how you did it. So you might as well just go for it and let life surprise you because not even on the day where you've done it once, you'll be like, how am I going to do this again? And I hear this with my clients all the time. They're like, okay, okay, I did this huge milestone thing, but like, how do I do it again? And so our shocking revelation I think is that we often put success love uh, an ideal body or an ideal whatever it is on a pedestal in the sense where we imagine that the, when we do it once it's just going to stay that way like if I manage to have this perfect butt I just need to get myself there and then I'll have a perfect butt and it's like no my dear the day after you've achieved the perfect butt mm -hmm. if you do not maintain what it takes to have that butt <laughs> the butt will go you know it's like when I'm a millionaire yeah, it's like when I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. But it's like, but you're not. Because on the day you've made a million, if you stop earning millions, you're then spending millions, which means the million goes. When you're like, when I'm in a relationship, I'll be happy. It's like you destroy that relationship on the day you stop wanting to be in a relationship. It never just is what it is. And so a lot of us kind of thought and expected that when we would be successful, we would have become successful. And that there, that would just be a thing that we are forever. There's not an expectation of like, wait, I need to do this again next month, and next month, and next month, and next, how am I gonna do that? I didn't, I didn't plan for this. I just thought there would be, I made it kind of energy. What do you mean? Even people who write a book, it's like, okay, I wrote the book. I'm supposed to keep talking about it. Well, or else no one will know you wrote it. <laughs> like everything is maintenance. Like whatever it takes for you to make it, it's gonna take the same thing for you to keep it. And that's what a lot of people don't recognize. And it's why gratitude is so important. Because if you don't have gratitude and you're powered solely on excitement, mm -hmm. everything starts to become very difficult to maintain because you're only excited in the moment where you blew your mind. But when you do something that you now know you're aware of, that's not excitement anymore. The only thing you've got available is gratitude if you practice it. If you don't, you just have, well, we did that last month. This is just basically the same. I have had no growth yeah. in the last three months or four months without the excitement all that's left is the gratitude so if we don't yeah. anchor that in and even when you're about to hit a huge celebration you'll notice let's say you know you're going to hit a million dollars it's coming and you're just waiting for it to happen there is like a period of time this long it's like this big the moment where the excitement is there at the same time as the gratitude because usually you get excited but then you hit it and then you want something else it's like the second you have it your brain already transitions into desire because your foot hit the ground the walking is this constant movement so you don't just stop and be like, I'm so grateful for this. This is wonderful. I'm a millionaire. Yay. Wow. This is great. It's like the minute it happens, you're like, Poof. there's a desire that's built already. That's why you celebrate right there to anchor in that. Yes. Yeah. And loving that part of ourselves. You know, I think we've got to just embrace that we're weird. We're not like most people. You know, it's like I, we wouldn't sign up for this thing. If we didn't like that, and there's more, and there's more, and there's more, like, if we really get real with ourselves, I think it's our feminine nature, right, to be like, wow, how much life could I fit in this life? Not because it's not good enough now, but because that's possible. And because me exploring that doesn't take away from anyone else. In fact, it expands people, right? But to, to be in this energy of like, I want this, right? Like, I'm game. Like, I remember in my relationship, um, when we're like, are we going to do this thing? And I was like, I just want you to know, like, I'm excited. I'm excited to like grow together. It's not like, uh, I don't want this, this phase to end. I'm like, I look forward to a deepening 
of this relationship because I don't think any of us, and right, this is the big epiphany that's like the cliche thing when people hit retirement where they're gonna, just gonna sit there and never work again. It's like, that's not the goal. And I think there's a certain level of success where it's like you wanna hit the time freedom and the location freedom and the freedom to create whatever you desire. But I think what we're looking for is not so much working less and never having to worry about anything, but more like, can we get to a point where there's choice? Like we're doing this right now like you're doing this because you chose to, you want to, because you have to. It's like choice and a choice that you say yes, like work that fills you up so much, connections with people that, that fill you up so much that you say yes. Like isn't what we're looking for fulfillment and depth and growth, right? You said growth and evolution over a lifetime and not easy. And I work five hour weeks, so come learn how to do that. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just these are different things that we're that we're showing the way for you know different people that we're marketing to and you get to a point where sometimes the mental dialogue is like oh, I have to keep doing this and it's like I wouldn't have it any other way you know bravery is walking with fear so once you walk with fear long enough it becomes confidence because once you do it enough times it's confidence and now you gotta, gotta go find the new brave thing and it's like I chose this I want this and that piece about refinement that you always bring to the conversation i think that changes it because we don't want that maintenance when it's like i've just got to maintain i've just got to keep running the same program and the same thing you reflected this to me once because i was talking about friendship and i said you know part of me sometimes feels a few months ago people i was like <laughs> sometimes feels like like my partner other people and they're maintaining all these relationships and i've had relationships really change in my life and yeah, some of them stick around, um, the people I'm like growing with. And you said, Shosh, there's a level of the frequency of maintenance. And there's a frequency of growing. You're someone who's deepening, who's growing. And so you choose, do you want to maintain things? And you just want to choose, you're going to do this with people who are growing and deepening with you. And that really stuck with me. And I think if that's what you're doing as pioneering this like artistry, you know, it's really about not so much maintenance and what are the five steps that work and how can we package that and sell that, but more how can I build a body of work and inspire people to find their own freedom within self and their own voice to go create that. I think that that's also different people value different things. And so let's say we bring back the butt. If once you've got your perfect butt, you want to maintain it. It's not about evolving your butt more. It's like, you. this is it. This is the dream shape of butt I've always wanted. Now I maintain. But the thing is, people try to maintain before they've actually created the thing they want, hoping that enough maintenance will create evolution. And that's where the problem lies. It's two different frequencies. So if you, if you create the dream butt and then you maintain the dream butt, then you have the dream butt, you've maintained the dream butt, there's gratitude there. If you create this butt, it's a great butt, and your butt keeps getting better, then there's excitement. And you continue to evolve the greatness of the butt. But on the day where you get the perfect butt, then you're going to have to maintain. You'll be great, grat- grateful for the butt. And it's the same thing in your business. So you may arrive to a place where you actually feel good. Not everyone is hungry always for growth. Some people have this part of them where it's just like more than the success. It's the feeling that I've done more than I ever have that keeps me alive. I'm one of those people. It's not actually the money. It's not actually the success. It's the fact that when I look back, I'm like, gosh, we evolved again. I never thought we could do this. And now we're doing this. And now we're doing this. Like It's in the name of evolution itself. That's one of my codes. It, it may not be everybody's code. Someone might be like, I make a million dollars a year. I want to maintain a million dollars a year and now focus on this other thing. And that's perfect as well. You've just got to know. Because some people say, no, I make a million dollars a year. I want to make more. But I just want to maintain what I've been doing and continue exactly what I've been doing and I want more to come and it's like those are two different frequencies this is why we've got to work with the evolution and the gratitude simultaneously until we figure out what our ideal match is and so something we were talking about a little earlier on and so just to give an example when you were saying like the five-hour work week let's say someone realizes my feeling of evolution is to create as much money as I want with as little work as possible and I've gotten to a place now where I work five hours a week for the amount of money that I want and I don't need to make more money, and I don't want to work less. There's no reason for evolution anymore. But now, I want to maintain only working five hours a week and making this amount of money. 
and I'm the perfect mentor for anyone who would like to eventually get to the place where they're working five hours a week and they're making this much money. And so I can, I can, I can work with this because this is not from an evolutionary standpoint. It's from a perfect still shot standpoint. And anyone who wants to calibrate to that and learn to maintain, I'm the mentor for you. And so that also works. It's just you've got to know what you're going for, right? So what you had asked me at the beginning of the call was also that why I celebrate with clients. And so I just wanted to complete that thought because so far what I've, what I've explained is why I want to celebrate for me, how I get excited for celebrating. But there's something I recognized along the way is that not a lot of people understand the frequency of celebration. What tends to happen is that people are always experiencing themselves as better or not as good as someone. That's like the way we interact with each other based on past conditioning. And so if I want something and I watch you have it, my experience is either that you, you got it after I had it. So good for you. I've already done it. But yay. Or my experience is that you did it before me, in which case you're more, you're better than me, in which case I'm like, yay. And so it's hard for me to celebrate either way because one, I'm like, big whoop, you're celebrating something I've already done. And the other one is like, I don't want to know about that. I was supposed to do that first and now I feel less. So I don't, I'm happy for you. Let's not talk about it anymore. So what we're really trying to do here is get to a place where we understand each other as perfectly complete human beings that are going through life with dreams and desires and that what really makes us the same is that our heart beats for dreams come true. And that when my dream comes true, there is a dream that I feel inside me that's gonna happen. Like I'm gonna have the thing I always wanted. I'm gonna feel over the moon about it. I'm gonna feel celebrated for it. I'm gonna feel like I deserve it. I'm gonna feel like people are happy for me. That's the complete vision of my desire being made manifest on the planet. And so I can only imagine that when you dream your dream, it's a very similar thing. You don't just want that you hit it alone and you know that everyone you tell will either say, big whoop, I've already done that, or don't tell me that, it sucks, if that hurts, you're better than me. You're not going to want that. And so when I realized in my celebration early days that it was a lonely thing to celebrate and that people would tell me it's lonely at the top, I realized I had a secondary purpose, which was to make the top real busy. And to make it that there's a party at the top, a party in the name of <laughs> gratitude. And so what I've tried mm -hmm. and continue to thrive to create in my world and for all the clients I work with and is to create a space where we truly see each other as souls on the path of making desires made manifest on earth while we're alive and giving each other the right to experience that dream come true in the exact frequency we imagined it when we set it out to, to happen. And so the only way that's ever going to happen is if I, if we see each other equal power, but different, you, you having something come true in your life has an equal frequency to me having something come true in my life, no matter what difference that is. If it was a dream and it came true, it vibrates with the same magic as mine. And if I can see that, it means every time I participate in the gratitude for your life, I'm in the frequency of abundance with you. It means that if I can be with you in your joy without meaning that your dream was less or more, if I can be with me in my joy, you in your joy, and it's more like for the, the actual celebration of the dream being made manifest because we do, because we can, because together we rise, because we're all the same, because we're all creating this energy, then being with you while you celebrate is the greatest honor of my life. And so as I have started to rework this paradigm with the people who are interested in doing that, We've been walking shoulder to shoulder and there's this feeling of I want to share my celebration with you because I know when I do, there will be two of us celebrating. If I celebrate it with you and I know I feel bad for celebrating, I'll celebrate less. But if I'm celebrating it with you knowing that you will celebrate and you'll feel it with me, we've just doubled the power of magic in this, in this room. And so the rooms we create in this energy are like, oh my gosh, I'm celebrating this. And people are like, I knew it. You did it. I, oh my gosh, like this is insane. And what about you? Are you close? I'm so close. Okay, okay, you've got to tell me when you hit it. Oh my gosh, you freaking did it. And it's like, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you. It's not for validation. It's not for proving. It's not for positioning. It's literally like a party in the name of gratitude. And I'm inviting the people mm -hmm. who know how to party. And at the top, we got a party. We all play. That's, that's the dream for me. <sighs> I love this because you allow people, first of all, you gift this to so many people up close 
And I've seen people comment on your stuff like, I'm crying. I'm so happy for you. And I feel like it's just more evidence that you go first and the world matches you. Like the second I, I joined Unity and the second I was like, long term, I'm so turned on by commitment right now. All my clients out of the blue, they're like, hi, all of 2023. Hi. Like, I was like, what's happening? happening and then you're like you know i'm gonna celebrate people i'm really gonna do this and like do it for me too like because it feels so good to gift myself the gift of falling in love with people of finding reasons to see myself in them of creating real closeness and then people get to do that for you and i think so many people melanie look at your brand and people want a shortcut and they're like trying to dissect it and they're like what's happening here and how does she do this and how does she do that and it's like listen she cares about people. She lives a really wealthy life, like wealth in all forms for me. It's like my yeah. richness of my experience. You know, when money is a byproduct of that, real relationships, like really there's no filter on like the heart when you share online. And that's so freaking important to create that. Like this, I'm excited to have you here as well because it creates a closeness that is very unique. And you talk about like, your level of how connected in my heart can I be as my community grows like through the entire brand so people can really really get up close because any envy any pedestaling it creates so much separation often from the things in which we really want and we have mm. the desires because they're meant for us and so we separate ourselves from them right and in that separation sometimes we start to resent the things that we really want and at the saddest level, resenting the people who we really love and admire and look up to. And so I think it's it's so beautiful to be able to alchemize our own inner critic and conversation around like, I'm 5% of what I'll be, maybe, I don't know. But like, instead of that inward look of, oh, and then it's not enough, it's, oh my gosh, but what if I can alchemize that through celebration of where I am and let that compound on itself so that I become a match to even more of what I desire and... I'm around people that carry me through the lows and the pain yeah. because this yeah. stuff is like no joke, right? Like we said, is the goal to to just do as little as possible, maybe like in some in some ways for some people, but also it got to be real is the goal to never experience sad stuff and pain, and of course not. And so we've got to have, and this is something you've supported me with as well. Like we've got to have those moments that anchor in time you know and that we can we can celebrate in those stories that anchor in Tell time. Me. so i want to share something what is it? that i want to wait for the call <laughs> yeah okay can i tell you well i know we were gonna have a call anyway let's do on the podcast so <laughs> so you're my favorite person to celebrate with handfuls of people that i just love to celebrate with <sighs> And we already had one of these calls in the beginning of the year. I had a very special client who's on the live today. Her name is Liz, the Venus Legacy. And she was like, so I'm going to do it today. I'm going to join your mastermind for all of 2023. And I had this moment where I realized in her doing that, it would put us over the edge for the 2 million for the year, which was like, would have blown my mind for the year because it's crazy and so i just told her i said she said i'm going to do a whole ceremony for the full moon this is right before our call yesterday and i said okay well i just want you to know when you do that like if this was yesterday or if this was tomorrow this wouldn't be the case but this is gonna over the edge for the year and she responds she said Shosh, if that's the case i'm doing it right now like i <laughs> she's like i care about you like i i love you i like i i want to create this with you right now like thank you so much for telling me that and then she did it and we celebrated and then i was gonna share about can't wait so like did you actually so hit two million for the year on the call. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my gosh two million dollars oh my gosh that's like okay that this is like this is next level Congratulations to you. Congratulations to your incredible client. This is so incredible. And you know what? It remind it makes it blows my mind because on the year, oh my gosh, on the year that I had a $2.5 million year, the same thing happened and Aislinn put me over the edge. 
I told Aislinn on one of our calls and she was like, that I'm signing up for another three months or something. And she did the exact same thing on my $2 million milestone on the year I hit 2.5. We share a code. This is so oh, magical. So <laughs> it's so good. And I really wanted people to also hear you because you have a way of make like putting the attention and the love and the presence on people and really like celebrating what champagne are we gonna drink we need to we need to book this while you're still in this energy because this is like this is big this is big this is big okay okay i'll send you i'll send you a note (gasps) if you guys have ideas for for champagne what's your favorite champagne send ideas i'm not a big big one on that but that's truly melanie like something that i i feel like is is a gift to the world that you offer is like people in their power and like if there's one thing that you learn from Melanie it's like really being able to believe in people's ability to rise to meet you and there's so many people ready for your celebration this conversation we're having there's so many people who are just gonna so many more people like I my whole brand is about me going public about my deepest darkest secret and like HSV and this like you know, every joke in the media is like herpes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to think this about me. Everyone's going to think this about me. And what it really was is people like, you're a badass. You know, it's all your own fears and projections. But after that, like, even if people aren't ready for it, something that you really help people with is understanding in people's power, like now, or they're just not in their power yet. I really would love if you have anything to share on that, whether that's in life, like giving people space to rise to meet us and really seeing them in their power or time and space to meet us or in business, the way in which we emphasize potential and dreams over, you know, the potential challenges people are going through because we, we trust in their ability to rise. But I really feel like that's a code that you've talked as so a brand. And the way I see it is really that we are all equal power, but different. Like literally at the very core, there is nothing you can do that makes you more worthy as a person. You were born worthy. Nothing's changed. You were born worthy. Nothing's changed. All the things that we've created that we think make us more worthy don't make us more worthy. They just give us a better quality of life. Like you have so so much wealth. That's great. It just means you don't have to ask for permission when you want to go do something amazing. That's all it means. It doesn't mean you're more worthy because you have more money. I think of the version of me that was sleeping in my car and she was worthy of love, respect. She wasn't getting it, but that's a society issue. That's not an actual worth issue. And so what I'm looking at always with people is to be like, we were born worthy and nothing has changed. Nothing can change that. Nothing will amplify that. Like you're just worthy. And so every life experience you choose, you choose it because you want it. Then it'll go well. If you choose it because you think it'll validate you, you'll always chase validation because the issue is as soon as you have that validation, whatever it is that it is, people will love to say, well, you have that, but you don't have that. Ah, See, you're not that great because you've got this, but now you don't have that. It's, it will always be a validation war if it's going to be validation. If you decide, I was born worthy, nothing has changed. There's me, there's what I believe about me, there's where I feel right, there's where I feel safe, there's where I feel capable, that's my journey. There's no actual thing I need to be more of, I am, I just am. And I need to just allow my knowing of that. And so when I think of someone, let's say, wanting to work with me in the world, I've grown my business over time. When I first started, I charged $100 an hour for my, for my coaching, and it was perfect, and, my, and then $1,000 an hour. What, ten, what actually happens is that eventually you can't just do one-on-one with a million people. And so you've got to create containers where there's different kinds of space. And then the more people come, this is all problems that occur as you grow. You know, at first it was like, okay, I had 10 people in a program, and then 50 people in a program, and then 100 people in a program. And then it, there's more and more and more. And it gets to a point where where people are like, well, how many of us are going to be in there? You know, 5,000. Okay, well, I might want to put my money somewhere else if there's going to be 5,000. So the price has to be adjusted because of the proximity in some instances. And so what ended up happening is I can can support 13,000 people in a free thing. And I can support, you know, three, 4,000 people in a low cost thing. And I can support 1,000 people in a medium size offer. And I can support 100 people in a relatively, you know, deep conversation and 50 people in a closed knit container and 22 people in a mastermind and, a, and and five people privately. And those prices had to change in order for it to happen. 
But it's not that the person that's there is more worthy than the person that's there. It's that it is worth it for them in this current stage of their life to be there. They're not more worth it. It's it's more worth it, which is a very different thing. And so when someone's like, I don't know if I'm worthy of being in there, it's like you're focusing on the wrong thing. It's, is this currently worth it for me based on where I'm at? If you're like, I want to be in the highest you know, connection with the most powerful person in the whole freaking world because I'm going to go there. There's no, there's no price. There's no value to that. It's like, that's where I need to go. It's priceless. This is where I need to be for where I'm, what I'm trying to build. Not because I am worth more than that person or that person, but because this opportunity is worth it so much for me based on what I'm building. And so when I'm inviting people into my world, it's not about my worth or their worth. Every single container I offer is worth it. And every single container I offer pays me what I want to earn and like if I have X amount of people in a container I'll earn this much from the container if there's only one person I'll earn this much from the container I decide that but it's not about worth and so if I say you know you've got to rise up to your worth or to be equal to me then I would have to believe that we weren't equal to begin with so what I believe is that we're already equal but you're not sure about that yet and on the day you are you'll land in the container that's supposed to be because on the day where you know we're the same you just know something I don't know in this particular topic. And I believe in my power and I want what's in this place. I just go. But if I don't believe in my power and I don't think it's going to work for me, I need to think about it. And I'm not going to push you to go there because if you don't know if it's worth it, that it's not. And I trust you. But I also mm-hmm. trust that on the day where you realize you're badass and you were born worthy and nothing has changed and nothing is going to change it and you're just worthy. And if you want this experience, you get to have it. Then I expect I'll see you there. And in that simplicity, everyone gets to go wherever they want on their own timeline. There's no meaning. There's no hierarchy. There's, it's just like go where you want to go. Decide you already belong there when you're ready to go. No one's, no one's more or less for being faster, slower on time or not. There is, no, there is no prove yourself to be worthy. You just are. And when you're ready to claim that for the life experience, you do that. And if you never do, you're not less worthy you're just probably going to wish you had because of your own experience. It has nothing to do with anything. And as long as society continuously manipulates the narrative this way, we all feel like we have to be these things and it takes away the joy from becoming them in the first place. Then the celebrations are for validation to prove that we did what we were supposed to do in order to be worthy. That's when we mess the whole thing up. But I'm like an anarchist when it comes to that. I'm like, I don't care about your validation. I will do it for me because I want it. And if I don't want it, I won't do it. And so it's that kind of energy that I bring to the table with people. Like, do it because you want it or just don't do it. And that's such an empowering way to look at people, too. It's like, I trust you. I trust your decision. This is what it is. And this is what I've created. And this is my art. And this isn't me on a silver platter. This is, this is what I've built. And it's for the people who... Yeah, I want to do it. And if you don't want to do it yet, then you don't want to do it yet. And, you know, one thing, Melanie, too, and, and we'll wrap up soon. It's like, I think a lot of people look at your, you know, multi eight figure years, like, which is, you have such big dreams and like such big places this is going and what you've built in your team. And it's like, okay, so how do I get there? And we talk yeah. about the whole, you'll wonder how, you know, along the way, you just got to take every step along the way. But hearing you talk about and you have so many podcasts and things out there, so people should go just listen to all your stuff. But you talk about being the invisible coach, you know, where no one even knew who you freaking were. Like, you didn't want people to know who you were. You were charging 100 an hour, which was amazing at the time. Like, I remember when that it is amazing, and it was amazing. And that's what made sense to charge based on my experience and where I was at and who I was helping. And but it wasn't like, okay, now how do I map out the multi-figure year? You know, it's just who you're being in every moment. And I feel like this is why I've really connected with you from the beginning. I realized at a certain time, especially like a year and a half ago when my relationship crumbled and my whole vision for my life crumbled and I moved homes. The day before the breakup, I led an in-person workshop on the power of knowing what you want. And I led that workshop a year later. And I was like, so I led a workshop about the power of knowing what you want. And I was sitting across the room from the person that I thought I was going to marry. And I basically talked about the power of living in the yes and the no and eliminating the maybe spaces from your life. Everything you have control over, being able to hold the maybe, but the things you have control over, yes and no, and expediting that process. And we ended our relationship the next day. And I feel like through that journey, I really 
re-anchored in the belief that it's not knowing what you want, it's knowing who you are. Because who you are in every single moment and every single day, day after day after day, will inform you getting somewhere so far beyond your mind's capacity to dream in this moment. Like, I'm at my partner's family's house in Florida. I didn't even know who this person was. I didn't even know the mountain that I now live on that existed. You know, and I think so many times, like, okay, how do I map it out? And it's like, I promise you, charge $100 today. Charge what feels like it makes sense for the person you're calling in today. Who are you being today? What values do you stand by today? How are you saying this is what I desire and what is the version of me that's a match to that? You know, and then going day by day by day by day. And I think sometimes that's why when people get excited about the future, you know, and they're like, Melanie, what's everything? And I've even asked, like, what do you see for, for the future of this? And that and that because we love you and, and we love that. But something that you're so deeply anchored in is like, today is enough. And we're just going to go day by day by day with our, with this open channel of, and I'm going to do, like you've said this, I'm going to do what I know works with the always open awareness that magic and miracles can come to me and I won't miss them or look at them as coincidence when they come through. I'm going to see those creative hits, those gut hits, those divine interventions and just allow myself to surrender, not out of, but into action and into life. So thank you for embodying that for for me. And it's for my so pleasure. And honestly, I feel so like much. this comes full circle because in the end, this is what we're saying. It's evolution and growth over a lifetime. And you've got to be able to balance the walk of evolution and the party in the name of gratitude. Celebration and evolution. If you can carry these two frequencies with you, you will always get where you want to go. Because if you ask me how I did this, I will tell you, I never stopped bettering myself. And I never took any of it for granted. I celebrated everything along the way. My stuff and the people around me stuff, always. And I saw people around me as just, we're doing this. If I can do it, we can do it. It was always this energy of like, I'm not trying, none of this ever came from a place of validation from, for me. It really came from a place of evolution and gratitude. And so that means when I was charging $100 an hour, I was grateful for $100 an hour. Although I was excited for what would come next, it was not because $100 an hour was not enough. And when I was charging $1,000 and I was excited for what was next, $1,000 was amazing and I, I never lost sight of that. And even now in the biggest transformations and these huge milestones that occur, it's never because what I have now is not enough. So when you're looking at another person that's ahead of you and your head wants to say, how do I do that? Just remember, there's a walk between here and there. I also walked this walk between where you are and where I am now. Every single, anywhere you are, I, you know, financially, from bankrupt to here, I've walked that walk. And so what is the walk? It's the knowing that it's possible, which is such a gift, because now there's more and more people that are doing big things. The gratitude for the evidence that it exists. The gratitude for proof of evolution that exists, and then going back to your own walk. One foot in gratitude for where you are, one foot in the name of evolving into the next iteration of you because you can because it's possible and what's beautiful with having mentors and people out there that are doing it it's not supposed to be so that you forget where you are how beautiful it is it's not supposed to desensitize where you're at and all the beautiful work you've done in your life it's not supposed to be a comparison it's supposed to be evidence that in the direction where you're going there's so much more it's like a mountain with no peak that we walk and just seeing that light way, way up above the clouds where you may have expected was the end. All of a sudden, there's someone there. The question is not, how'd you get there? It's quite clear how they got there. They kept walking. What it is, is the realization that there's someone there on the mountain. And that's a really comforting thing for us, especially when the person on the top is there with a, a party and that you're, you've got an invitation card with your name on it right there. Keep walking. Be grateful for the people who've done it with you. Don't make this a validation game or you'll chase it forever. Gratitude and evolution for your choice. On the day where you're complete, you've walked far enough. If there is a day evolution doesn't excite you anymore and all is left is gratitude, then put both your feet there and, and be grateful for the rest of your life. But if it feels like there is an evolutionary walk, then keep walking, but never forget to take a moment to celebrate the things you do or else the whole thing will go by in a flash. And at the end, when you look back, you'll wish you took more time to celebrate because it's a beautiful thing you're doing. No matter how far you are, it's extraordinary what we're doing. And we only keep walking if we master this walk, one foot in gratitude, one foot in desire. Wow. <laughs> 
Thank you, Melanie. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for being here live. I am so deeply honored. I just want to say thank you for being in my life. Thank you for this conversation today. It's just the beginning. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. I feel so much better. <laughs> um, and I will talk Thank to you, you for having me. And again, Thank congratulations you. on two million dollars. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you. Bye, Bye everyone. We love you.